0: Previously on My Best Friend's Journal.
1: Would Whitney Houston be considered a gay icon? Or okay, like I'm going to a- fucking quit this whole thing right here. How <laughs> dare you? How dare you come into this house and ask if Whitney
0: Houston is a gay icon? Colorado is your favorite state in the Union?
1: Yeah, the Rocky Mountains just, they get me. I don't know what it is, but my soul, like, sings there. He was a friend of mine in New York, and he was just, we had a good fuck-buddy relationship. The- actual definition of a fuck buddy he was a buddy like a friend friend with benefits i hear
0: myself going cutie so 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 gay i tried so hard when we watched it back to assign that voice to my aunt i was like yep that's definitely you
1: (laughs) (laughs) almost came out to them uh need to tell people Uh, oh my god michael i don't wanna oh she (laughs) you don't want to tell anyone no i don't want to deal with this again (laughs) Five years ago he got a book To hold my private thoughts And now we're gonna take a peek Grab a drink! Or smoke some pot Your private thoughts let aloud. How does that make you feel? I don't remember what I wrote This shit might get too real Nothing here is sacred I'm haunted by my past it's called my best friend's journal let's start this damn podcast let's sing this theme a little longer first is someone's favorite podcast yes and the world's greatest podcast big cam oprah's favorite podcast hello hi welcome to my best friend's journal i'm cam i'm mike That was the most professional intro sentence we've had in quite a while. I know. We
0: avoided saying penis or hole or, I don't know, (laughs) anything of the like.
1: We do have a brand, (laughs) don't we? Sure do. How are you, friend? (laughs) I'm really good. I did just notice uh, you... So you answered your FaceTime and you have, you know, a button down shirt on, which I haven't seen you in buttons and in, in quite some months, I don't think. Uh, but then you stood up and I realized it was full business up top and party on the bottom. You got your <laughs> your PJ sweats on with a button down party. It's a lame party. Um, <laughs>
0: I honestly this button button. I was like, is it a button down or a button up? This buttoned shirt is um, it's misleading because it's like my comfy flannel. It's not like a real button down, you know yeah like the, i wouldn't sleep in it but it's definitely loungewear
1: you could dress it up or dress it down you
0: could go out to dinner on that um at this point i feel like i can't i have had this shirt for like 15 years
1: it's in the majority of my photos like do you recognize the shirt <laughs> that was the most millennial thing you could have possibly said you couldn't wear it to dinner because it's in the majority of your photos <laughs> yeah man i
0: i don't i think if people see me in this they're gonna i don't know have questions
1: <laughs> well buttons feel fancy i put on buttons um i put on no, I put no on buttons. buttons just buttons well, just buttons i put on jeans and a button down and boots the other night to go to dinner with the family and it felt so fancy it's <laughs> just fancy. it's been probably since march since i wore any kind of normal clothes like that I also know. it was like kind of cool out so it was you know it allowed for long pants it was just so nice it's nice to, It's it's simple dressed. pleasures these days <laughs> yeah <laughs> truly I'll take any excuse to do so. Um, This morning, I wore jeans. Again, we had family photos this morning. We can talk about that later. Family photos?
0: Later? Later, No. Stop. Tell me now. Um,
1: (laughs) So, my sisters-in-law. Hi, Annie. Hi, Kate.
0: Oh, we know them. First, let me ask, uh, if you've both douched for the occasion, are you feeling (laughs) clear and empty?
1: (laughs) Well, I, Is your water clear I was unsure to... what hole to douche. <laughs> oh, good so point. I oh, that's a really good right. point. There's several to choose from and also... Just two, really, right? <laughs> <laughs> they, they love family photos. I think more Annie than Kate, but uh, we did this not, not even a year ago. 11 months ago, we had family oh, photos. I don't even um, update
0: my headshots that often, so well, good on you. <laughs>
1: Um, I think it's because our nieces are young and they, you know, they change often. Also, Mm -hmm. 2020 is a weird year and uh, might as well commemorate it. So we did family photos in the park this morning. Um, And yeah, I mean, I put on jeans before 10 a.m. I'm just shocked to know that like people still do that. I haven't really
0: heard of a family photo in a long time. Uh We know how my mom feels about photos of the family. Um, Uh (laughs) Yeah.
1: We do. We've talked about it. But recently. She knows what we look like. Uh what's been going on in your life? Have you wore, have you had occasion to wear jeans at all? Um, yes,
0: I went to the Philadelphia Art Museum just yesterday, which I threatened to do last episode. Um I said I would How was it? It was great. I went with Vanessa and her partner Eli and it was so freaking fun. Um I I don't know, I felt cultured. <laughs> and there was a lot of art there that I um Oh but...
1: at the art museum?
0: <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of art there. <laughs> <laughs>
1: there's a lot Crazy. of art that I actually recognize, which makes it a bit more fun for me oh that's the best I went to the Tate Modern in London a few years ago and I was like I need someone who understands this with me in order to fully understand this I don't know any of this art it's not something that like it's not antiquities it's nothing that I really recognize uh, because so in the antiquities to, like... genre <laughs> <laughs> no if you like you go to the Louvre and you see like the Venus de Milo and the and the Mona Lisa like things that you've seen pictures mm-hmm. of your entire life that is awe inspiring similar to the Venus de Milo and the Mona Lisa I saw a signed urine on display
0: what it's um a i think it's a replica of the fountain by marcel duchamp it's a it's literally he signed a urinal and, and called it art well okay yeah we <laughs> i learned about it in my art history class my sophomore year of high school and it's in the philadelphia art museum and i remember you took art
1: history in high school i know i just realized how like what? privileged what that sounded weird bougie high school did you go to it
0: was um a special class it was on i've talked about this class before it was like the most special class i took in high school where you it was Um, it was English and history, but we'd like studied them together. We'd like read literature that came out of certain historical moments. And then we'd also study the art that like went along with both. Um, very cool. That
1: is really special. Did you go to a charter school or a private school or anything? No, I went to a a very good public public school. school? It was
0: just huge and, and very well funded. That's fabulous. I'm very lucky actually. Uh, Anyway, I remember learning about this urinal, because we watched some documentary where they talk about it, and the narrator was British, and he kept calling it urinal, and so he couldn't get over it. (laughs) That's what I call you. I know. Would you stop?
1: (laughs) I'm glad you were able to get out and experience a little bit of culture. That's so nice and (laughs) rare these days.
0: Me too, and rare for me in general. Lord knows I ain't cultured. Fair. (laughs) Fair. uh how about you how's your week been other than than the family portrait session
1: <laughs> family portrait session so olin mills um olin it, who? W- what's that olin mills i don't know what that is the um olin mills is like the uh where everyone used to go to get like studio shots done like pictures of babies on a on a backdrop with like blocks in front of them those were olin mills <laughs> it's like it was like the jc penny without the department uh, store around it
0: i was gonna say that jc penny is is what i uh-huh. is where i
1: would frequent back in the day when we used to get our photos taken actually owen mills may have been the name of the studio within jc like they may have been like inside department stores as well but they were just like the they were the one um so yeah actually i've had quite a big week do you remember how back in i don't know what the episodes were but the, whatever the ones from like april to june that came out about every two weeks i told you a new big life move <laughs> i don't recall no i'm moving to australia <laughs> peter came back last week in a hurry from australia hunkered down up in Joshua Tree back to LA moving to Palm Springs we are staying in this Airbnb here in Des Moines so yeah it's no secret that Peter and I have been living in uh temporary housing all year from going moving from Airbnb to Airbnb since we sold our house in LA waiting to move to Australia well I'm here to tell you the move to Australia is uh shelved indefinitely um we just found out this morning actually that we uh were denied for our third exemption <laughs> that we've applied for trying to trying to get into the country um, you seem very um light-hearted about that because i you know we, we weren't recording it but when the first and second failed we you know it wasn't wasn't great times yeah well we've we've come to terms with the fact that we are not going to move uh within the next at least year um because you know there is A lot going on. It's hard to travel. Obviously, Australians don't want us there, really, as evidenced by the fact that we are not allowed to go. Uh, And for good reason. Hello. Um, They have got COVID pretty much under control. And where they don't have it under control, they're taking it very seriously. Here, uh, it seems as though, well, we are never going to have it under control. So we're not taking it seriously. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So... Instead of moving uh, right now, or instead of moving to Australia right now, uh, we have decided that we are going to uh, find a place here in the states to call home for at least the next year to eighteen months, uh, and so we are moving to Colorado. Um, big, Woo! big news. Yeah, we are. We're in the process of uh, of finalizing a, a living situation. Uh, hopefully, as long as this all works out with the deal, then we are. We'll be moving in just a couple weeks uh, to a little town outside of Denver. It's a place in the Rocky Mountains where Peter and I have wanted to live for a long time and had no excuse or had no real reason to. We always thought maybe we would retire in Colorado, but the work was never there. And all of a sudden in this brave new world, it doesn't matter where the work is because everyone's working remotely. So we can just live wherever the hell we want. So you do say the Rocky
0: Mountains make my heart sing. Not my Yeah, heart, every time
1: heart. <laughs> <laughs> every time we go to Colorado, I always think this is this is the place for me. I just I love it so much. I love being in the mountains. I feel very at home in the mountains. Anyway, uh, that is that is the plan. It is uh, it's been a, a long time coming. It's a little bit bittersweet because we were very excited about the move to Australia, of but uh, we are trying to be as. Um, we're trying to be as flexible as possible in this uh, brave new world that we're living in, and uh, we will hopefully, if it still makes sense in a year or two years or however long it takes uh, for the you know for travel to open back up again, we will reconsider then. And if it's the right thing, then we'll move at that point.
0: Sure, and if not, I mean, surely there there will at least be work visits, so you deal with that yes. when it comes. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. We'll cross that bridge and we get to it, as my dad loves to say. So it's a big, exciting thing. We found a house that I get to do a lot of work on, which is... Good timing
0: like, for someone who's beginning an interior design business.
1: Yeah, 100%. I mean, this is such a year of extremes. I've been, like, more unstimulated and un grounded than i've ever been and then all of a sudden i have boomeranged back to the other direction of being so busy with work and so busy with personal life that um i just i can't turn my mind off you know so did it's, you say uh...
0: boomerang because of the whole australia thing <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: yep <laughs> I... <laughs> I'm just, I don't know. I'm feeling pretty grateful right now.
0: I'm happy you'll be in America. It's going to be much easier for me to visit you there. I was going to come to Australia, but like that was going to be a hard flight. Colorado's no problem.
1: (laughs) Can we go explore in Australia still someday? You and I have a, we have a promise to each other that we're going to explore that part of the world together at some, at some point.
0: Can we dress like kangaroos and I get to ride around in your little pouch? (laughs) (laughs) Can you make a, can you make a cartoon of that?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Can I? No, I just told you I'm busy. (laughs) This is important. Um, I'm also not a good drawer. So that's what's been going on in my life. Have you been doing anything, I don't know, gay in Philadelphia? Are you leading us to a gayest moment? Of course, someone has to.
0: Gay, 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 gay. Honestly, I mean, like you said last week, the gay moments are... They're hard to come by. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, but I have one. Okay. Uh, Now go with me here. Okay. I... Was very proud of myself. So my mom got me some appliances, including a blender. And with that blender, I made myself a massive lasagna with homemade ricotta, homemade Alfredo sauce. It was so freaking good. But this is not the gayest moment. The gayest moment is that, like I'm doing right now, the lasagna was mostly a vehicle for me to seek attention from others. I showed (laughs) everybody I ran into for the next, like, three days the picture of this lasagna that nobody cares about.
1: Nobody can like it. It doesn't even... It it looks delicious but it doesn't look like a lasagna
0: what because it's white it was a alfredo lasagna
1: <laughs> looks i mean yeah It just I uh, need. i needed identification when uh, i saw the picture dare you poo
0: poo one of the very <laughs> few ways i have to get attention i wasn't poo-pooing it i was just saying it doesn't look like a traditional lasagna fine anyway the point is that you know it's a gay trope and i'm
1: absolutely a part of that that we like attention and this was this was a way for me to find it i love the idea of the attention seeking gay man trope usually it's like guys parading around in their underwear but for you <laughs> look at that's pretty funny and not terribly gay but i'll go with you because uh yeah that you gotta you take what you can get when it comes to gay moments you, this week
0: it was like um, I-,
1: I was feeling my susie homemaker like it was it took me 2 hours to make it. It was a lot. I thought it was going to be something mom related because you led with my mom bought me some appliances. Was that your housewarming gift from Sweet Mama Rose? It was. That's a great gift. Also, um I would like the recipe for that lasagna even though it sounded like it was a lot of work based on the fact that you required that much attention after you completed it.
0: <laughs> I know, that's it, honestly the pictures were pretty underwhelming too, but I like showed them off anyway because I knew how much work went into it. Uh it's in the recipe book. It's in um Chloe's kitchen. It's a I don't know. She's got a vegan chain or a vegan line. Oh, was that like the same as by Chloe? I think so. I'm never quite sure, but I think so.
1: <laughs> I like that you've made that like you've made that connection in your head, and you're just not willing to go far or go any further to prove it. I
0: don't need to Google it. Like if. At, <laughs> Best case scenario, it's the same person. Worst case scenario, there's two Chloes making delicious vegan food. Like, it's fine.
1: Um, (laughs) I heard someone complain about By Chloe in uh, in Silver Lake recently on a podcast. I was like, you are wrong. That place is delicious. You and I had some really good meals there. Yeah.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah, they are wrong. It's so good. I guess if you like. No, there's no excuse. They're wrong. The food is good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they're really they're Yeah. So do you have a gayest moment other than, I don't know, being the token homo? brother-in-law in your family photo
1: the photographer did have peter and i take some pictures just the two of us which is my least favorite thing in the world and felt very conspicuously gay in that moment but no that wasn't my gayest moment my gayest moment was earlier this morning so i went out on a run around this lake here in des moines and um i was doing a peloton outdoor run so i had a coach in my in my headphones you know and she was um it was the very first thing, and I was still a little bit groggy, Um, and it was a pop run, like just a, a pop music run and a coach that I really liked, so I knew the music was going to be great, and the very first song was Britney Spears' cover of... great cover and um i realized about halfway through the song as we were warming up that i was just singing along fully out loud on a very crowded running path (laughs) like oh (laughs) in case anyone needed to know uh i'm flouncing about (laughs) singing out loud at full voice to britney spears they may not have um, known it was britney though because like you said it's a cover yeah but i was probably doing the britney (laughs) britney impression at the same time if i could guess that's tough to do while running unless you're like wearing
0: the headset i don't know um live your best life is what i say that one's on uh, uh, oops i did it again right because that's the first album i bought uh yeah is that the one where she's coming through the beaded curtain on the front yeah with lucky yeah first album right <laughs> uh, immediately followed by that eminem album when i was made fun of for the britney album um speaking of britney yep, baby gay. uh-huh you just call me a baby gay yeah you were a baby gay once upon a time i was a baby gay um Speaking of Brittany, I worked out this morning, which, like, God bless, it's been a minute, so congratulate me, please. More attention. Oh, congratulations on your lasagna and your working out. <laughs> Shut up. Fuck you. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Anyway, I just put on a gay uh, divas workout playlist. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, th- I think I heard for the very first time um, Work Bitch by Brittany? I didn't realize I've heard like Rue say work bitch so many times and I've heard like it's so frequently. (laughs) Cam just hung up on me. I'm not kidding. Cam just fucking hung up on me. Hold on. I'm calling him back. I want to say "How dare you," but I guess, I guess you it was justified. Earned
1: a time out, you motherfucker. <laughs> how? What do you mean? You heard "Work Bitch" for the first time. Who are you? I had like, I just heard it referenced
0: and quoted, but I, when I was hearing the lyrics, I was like, "Who is this? This is like interesting." And then I realized it was Britney Spears. So I was like, "Oh my god, this is a giant piece of gay
1: folklore that I've been missing out on." Folklore? Nope. <laughs> First of all, not that, but, uh, yeah, you are like gay core. Like that is, that is a huge chunk of gayness missing from your, I don't know. Anus. (laughs) I, okay. First of all, fuck your lasagna. That is your gayest moment of the week. Learning. Just hearing it? Yeah. Hearing it for the first time. That is. And can
0: you not disparage my lasagna? It was a real (laughs) highlight for me.
1: (laughs) That is like my sister-in-law Kate asking if Whitney was a gay icon. I mean, come on. On Michael, I
0: wasn't confused about whether or not it was gay. It was on my gay playlist. I just but it's hadn't... one of the
1: gayest of her songs, and it's been out for like ten years. That's true. The the music video is just two dudes sucking each other's dicks. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you want a Bugatti? What's that? A Bugatti? It's a fancy car. For the love of Christ, I need you to look up the lyrics and then look up everything you don't understand. A Maserati is also a car, by the way.
0: I, I know what a Maserati <laughs> is, but Bucati. Bugatti, 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 Bugatti. <laughs>
1: I am shooketh. I am. I'm shocked to my very gayest core. Oh, that runs deep. That's like that's like saying that you never heard like "Born This Way" or something.
0: No, "Born <laughs> This Way" was a way bigger hit, and it's a foundation.
1: <laughs> okay, it's like saying you never heard Judas.
0: Okay, that's fair. But you know what? That like easily could have happened too. I just happened upon Judas. I don't know what to tell you, man. Anyway, the, the... <laughs> you just you just
1: came upon Judas. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh huh. <laughs> Alright, uh, with that, shall we get into the journal or the the gerinal? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My best friend's gerinal, here we go. You want buddy? work, we're back in the journal it's may 23rd 2015 give us a bit of an update uh, the
0: last episode i believe we just uh we did one quick children's show saying about some freeze-dried food and i wrote a lot <laughs> about food in my journal
1: okay great well on the 23rd of may you drove to your grandparents house with oh. your cousins hmm. they seem well fun hmm. oh funny stories you went to New York City and stayed with Chris in Jersey. This is brother Chris. Mm-hmm. La brother Chris. Um, brother
0: Chris. Yeah, he's in the uh, he's in the monastery.
1: <laughs> he's a monk. Yeah. <laughs> um, you had Mexican with Chris and his girlfriend, wife. Uh, current wife. I suppose girlfriend at the time. Okay. Uh, she paid just so you know um you watched neighbors which is a hilarious movie um you're turning the journal around did i write did i wrap it around you wrote a little sideways it just says chris is so spazzy (laughs) good thing he doesn't listen to this i know he is
0: (laughs) spazzy he knows he used to like god he used to give me like a tick when i was little um he used to like he loved carpet hockey and that's not a
1: euphemism. It sounds like one. (laughs) He loved pocket pool. What the fuck is carpet hockey? He used to like build
0: (laughs) goals out of whatever he could get his hands on, like either Legos or like paper towel tubes or whatever. And he would make little goals and then he would get on his knees and like smack a ball around the living room and always try and get me to play with him. And I just didn't want to play. I always got hit. I always got hurt. He broke things all the time. I was in his line of fire. I hated it.
1: I love that that, like, a rambunctious older brother constitutes spazzy. He is! (laughs) Oh, that's so funny. It sounds like he was just being a boy. Ew, how dare you. Yeah, (laughs) As opposed to you. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) On May 24th, you met Sam at Blockheads. Uh, Hi, Sam. You saw a curious incident of the dog in the nighttime. Uh, and you said it was astounding all caps. I think that's the first time you've ever used that word in this journal.
0: I probably just learned it. That's why, um, (laughs) it was, that show is so amazing. I don't have much to say about it, but if it ever comes your way, absolutely watch it. Amazing play. It's
1: such a good book. I read that book years ago, but I would love, love, love to see the stage adaptation. Stunning. Okay. Um, you went to bars and a restaurant on the upper West side with Aaron and Sam. Good chats stayed in greenpoint
0: that's where aaron lives
1: (laughs) i know (laughs) aaron aaron (laughs) she hates how i say her name because i say aaron and aaron like boy aaron and girl aaron the same way both spellings and she is very particular that they're not the same name they're said differently i don't hear the difference
0: they're they're not the same name but they sound the same so like i don't i'm sorry ma'am (laughs)
1: <laughs> I'm one. <laughs> I'm sorry, ma'am. <laughs> oh, well, I try to I try to say it the uh, Long Island way, but I just don't succeed. Um here I'll try again. On May 25th, you had breakfast with Aaron at Brooklyn Label.
0: That's Long Island Aaron. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I did my best. Anyway, <laughs> you drove home with your cousins, long walk to Starbucks and then got a taxi to your mom's house for thirty-seven dollars because I didn't want to bother anyone for a ride from Albany.
0: Oh yeah, I do that. I hate like <laughs>
1: <laughs> you don't like to put people out.
0: Yeah, I feel like often I'd rather just pay than feel like I'm making someone do something. One time I tried mm-hmm. to walk home from Schmish to where I lived, and
1: and it was like <laughs> when you lived in Newport News. Yeah,
0: it was a twenty-minute drive, and I I lived so far away from the the park compared to everyone else, and I didn't have a car. Um, and one of our friends from the show got very upset with me. She, I was walking, and it like, I, I wasn't even like a quarter of the way there, and she found out I was walking. Or someone was like, "Was that Wessels on the side of the road?" <laughs> and she like, was already home and came back and got me and was like pissed at me, like very mad. She was like crying actually. Um, oh, she was like, oh. "Why wouldn't you?" She's like, "Why wouldn't you just ask someone?" That's crazy. You're crazy. And I just feel like I don't know. Sometimes it's just easier not to deal with that social anxiety and just
1: kind of rely on yourself that i mean you have to admit that's that's not like responsible or logical behavior right that all these years later
0: yeah it's not logical at all um i don't i feel like i'd asked for a lot of rides that summer and i just like felt like ashamed about it you know at
1: some point you feel like it's too it's too much yeah yeah totally yeah also that is a it's a tough situation there in particular because you really need a car but like if you're coming from college a lot of people don't have cars in college and so then you like have to figure out you have to kind of navigate that social weirdness of making friends really quickly and good enough friends that you're willing to ask for a favor yeah Uh, on may 26th you slept most of the day to try to feel better mom and dad think i'm upset gee i wonder why (laughs) sam said the same what is that i need to be happy Maybe you need to not be worried that your dad is going to be indicted. Yeah. What What kind of a stupid question is that? This is stressful. <laughs> There's a lot going on. You have a huge life transition, and then you just found out that your dad is a white-collar criminal.
0: And these things all, like, add up. So, like, the dad thing that, like, all the... My stuff always compounds. I'm never upset about one thing. I just, like, let it accumulate until I'm...
1: You let yourself get to a breaking point? Mm-hmm. I don't feel like you do that anymore. Do you? Do you still feel that... You, do you feel like that that's how you operate these days?
0: I, I don't think... Intentionally, I don't think I ever intentionally uh, did. I think that sometimes I like. Well, sure. Things have built up and I just don't realize it. Fair enough.
1: Um, all right. Well, on May 27th, you, you started the day with a voiceover job uh, that we can't talk about. <laughs> uh, you got a haircut at hair and oh hair and body. I thought it said hair and baby. <laughs> yeah. Um, I go to a
0: baby salon. <laughs> My hair is just really <laughs> silky and fine. It's best if we treat it like a baby's hair. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what if there was a baby hair salon? <laughs> You can sell our shirts, gaybies. Uh, gay babe. oh, uh, hilarious! All right, uh, you got a haircut at Hair and Baby. You had <laughs> Moe's and met Vanessa, quote unquote, for Pitch Perfect Two. So you went to see Pitch Perfect Two alone. Did
0: I quote unquote um, Vanessa? or Are you doing that?
1: No, <laughs> I'm doing that.
0: Vanessa, man, what a three line! I just saw her. I said in the intro, like, I'm. She's yeah. she's everywhere.
1: I just saw her. I said in the intro, but not in real life.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just... I just saw hers, but right? Is that what we're going with?
1: <laughs> Can you imagine
0: what a freaking uh-huh. long running like scheme to pretend uh-huh. I have a friend?
1: <laughs> just just to get out of shit with other people. Oh yeah. uh, man, that's a lot of foresight. <laughs> <laughs> um, to finish that day, okay, so you, you had you watched Pitch Perfect 2 with Vanessa. Arguably the best pitch perfect, just kidding. Definitely not. Um we chatted and I think I officially I need to go to NYC. Such a hard decision.
0: Is it is it well, such a hard
1: decision, honestly? It is a hard decision when you are, when you have to do it, you know, once a year or so. <laughs> on May 28th, you met with an accountant and put down a bunch of money on a Roth IRA. Oh. Uh, congratulations. Thanks You're for not reading all the numbers. <laughs> uh, you know, some things are protected by HIPAA. Um, your aunt's sister had an aneurysm. I'm sorry to hear that. She survived. Oh, that, that's good. <laughs> uh, also, your aunt's sister. So this is like your. No. Yeah, okay. She's not related I understand to now. Yeah. Like married and sister. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, You watched Cosmos blows my mind. Need to move to NYC, but regret missing Asia. Oh, yeah. So that... you turned down that cruise, right?
0: Um, I turned down a cruise. I had a couple offers at this point and I definitely turned down one of them. I think I turned down the Caribbean one and then I still have the Asian one on the table. So I guess that's what I'm talking about with moving to NYC versus Getting back on a oh, cruise
1: ship. Okay, I understand. Do you, Looking back on that, was moving to New York the right decision?
0: What did I do? Um, I mean, yes, because I'm somewhere that I'm glad to be today. But, like, I don't know. How can you ever answer that?
1: Yeah, fair enough. It always looks like it was the right thing. Looking back, that's why I get so annoyed when people are like, everything happens for a reason. I mean, just think back on your life. Like, that's just... It's because you can't imagine being where you are right now without having taken the steps that you took. But I don't think that everything happens for a reason. I think it just is easy to see order and chaos on in hindsight. You know.
0: Yeah, that's a coping mechanism that I sometimes apply. It's just easier to easier to think it's all meant to be than than think either what did I miss or how did I do this to myself or yeah, where what's yeah. the point?
1: It is frustrating though because like when people love to say things like well if it's if it doesn't happen it's not meant to be i'm like okay well i'm still allowed to really want it like the thing to happen and also nothing is meant to be like you know i could make any number of decisions i don't think that my life is preordained. i don't know i get so frustrated with that kind of those kind of platitudes like i find it weirdly i don't mean i don't want to say triggering but i find it very kind of annoying when people do that because it's it's like putting their coping on to me. You know what I mean? Like mm. on how they want to deal with the situation. If I'm saying, oh, I have this big opportunity and I really hope it works out. Oh, well, yeah, I hope it works out too. But if it doesn't, it just wasn't meant to be. Okay. That, I don't know why I find that so frustrating, but I hate that kind of um, that kind of response to something. Like I, I feel like I want someone to be like, yeah, that would be really disappointing. And that's all I want from them. you Yeah, know?
0: I think maybe we're like oversimplifying that because I do think, um, I agree, like you want people to hear you and not just kind of blow you over like well then it wasn't supposed to what that that's frustrating that's a bad mm-hmm. friend but i do think sometimes it is just helpful on your brain to be like it's okay like this is it's it's it was meant to be is more a this is now part of my journey and that's okay too like i i'm going to continue this path and this is now part of it as opposed to. It was going to happen no matter what anyway.
1: Yeah, I think I I hear what you're saying. I think that a more productive way to respond to to that is, um, you know, if you want to be helpful or you want to, you know, hedge your bets when you when someone's telling you something that you're not sure is going to come to fruition. If someone says, you know, I really hope it it works out, you can be like, I really hope it works out for you, too. And if not, there are probably, you know, I'm, I'm sure there are other opportunities. Yeah, there's something weird, like deep of brain for me that it like feels a little bit too like. God is very involved Mm -hmm. in your life and and like looking out for you. There's something like in my religious upbringing that really just uh, doesn't jive well for me. I'm like you uh, telling me that there is like some like greater vision for my life that I don't have a a hand in feels almost almost triggering. I don't know. I'm not I don't know if I'm explaining myself very well. It it, it always always rubs me the wrong way.
0: I, I think you hit the nail on the head with the religion thing because that is. Basically, the, if you're saying everything happens for a reason, it's it's akin to saying it's in God's hands or whatever, which is a lot of how you were, you know, raised and that yeah. has had consequences. And I think um,
1: it, it has. And to, no, I, I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. But the, no, the other part of that equation is that, for example, the way that I was raised, when good things happen, it's always a thank God situation and when bad things happen on the word, world scale. Nothing is ever like blamed on God. Like I have a. Yeah. I have a really hard time hearing people talk about how blessed they are because being blessed means it sounds like you are like the chosen one. But then when you look at like large scale, bad things, like things like famine and AIDS in Africa and like malaria, things that kill 200,000 people, abject poverty in most of the developing world, like all of this, these things that are really, really huge problems that affect billions of people on a daily basis. But my family my religious family doesn't ever see that because they never look outside their bubble Mm -hmm. so like oh we are so blessed god has shown his light favorably upon us well then do the other people like on the other hand of that there has to be some equal and opposite reaction do those people not deserve it Hmm. like do those like like is is that god not shining his light on those people like you know what i mean that always feels very very hard to just speak in these absolutes about your religion that way and i do not mean to disparage people and their beliefs at all it's just the strictures in which i was raised it 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 really made me rebel in my thought like i i, I find that kind of thought absolutely like it, it just does not jive with how i live my life or how that i see the world and so when i hear people like my family say shit like that it really it really just like sets me off on a tear
0: yeah i understand i think people find whatever they need to find to like make it all worthwhile but so often whatever that is is then uh, is incongruent with so much of reality the way we know it the way it is you know
1: yeah yes and then you have the situation too where your everyone's unique experience colors the way it colors their beliefs how where how they want to look at the world how they choose to look at the world you know uh, the, so the more different my life becomes from the way that i i was brought up the more that way of thinking really feels strange to me it feels alien to me and so then it, it's just ever more present it's always front of mind when i'm dealing with my family and that's just like another like a, a kind of a, a barrier between our ways of thinking and our ways of life so it's uh i don't know it just it's it's always it's like ever present
0: on a different note you and i say thank god a lot and i know because i listened to our footage for our footage is that what you call it an audio i don't know i listen to these no. recordings hour after hour we say thank god a good amount for two people who don't have
1: religion it's little g god for me it's like <laughs> it's it's not a like a, a prayerful thank god no it's just like it's, a, uh, it's an explanation it's a of expression gratefulness. yeah yeah on may 29th Got my music all sorted and cleaned up for upcoming auditions. Felt very productive, ready to book jobs.
0: Honestly, great. One of the few ways to like reduce my anxiety and have a good day is just to feel productive, whatever that means, and to do like I, I must complete tasks. I have a hard time just like having a day of nothing, you know. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, for sure.
0: If I don't, I feel bad about that.
1: Yeah. People love to talk about a uh, like just like a lazy day on the couch. That is almost foreign in my world i love to post up on the couch and get cozy and watch a movie however i cannot do that unless i'm ill i can't do it all day long i need to do something and be productive and like tick some boxes and then i get to reward myself with being cozy and lazy on the couch i could do it if it felt like
0: planned if i'm like okay saturday so i have so much work to do all week and on saturday i'm gonna spend the whole day on the couch because then it feels like i'm being productive by fulfilling that plan
1: I wish that I could do that because sometimes like, especially in the winter, like just a, a cozy, lazy day on the couch with nothing to do. Sounds awesome. But then halfway I get, I start out the day. I'm all cozy. I get through my coffee, whatever. But then like by mid afternoon, if I haven't done anything, I get all of a sudden, like it hits me like a ton of bricks. Mm-hmm. Like, Oh God must be productive. Yeah. <laughs> then I turn into a tornado of trying to create to-do lists just <laughs> so I can tick the boxes.
0: Okay. Make to-do list. Yes. Good, good. Get off the couch. Uh uh-huh, that. <laughs> um, shower,
1: shower, shower. <laughs> Um, May thirtieth, nothing special about that day. There's not because my birthday's uh, on thirty first. But good, good
0: job trying. Fuck. <laughs> I knew. I heard the sass. The sass of something uh, like. Yeah,
1: you're right. You caught me. I God did. damn it. That's okay. Well, I, I only said. Well, I didn't only say that because. But you wrote birthday party bowling the first thing on the thirtieth. So I just was. Assuming that it was your birthday, oh, I know better. So sorry.
0: No, that's a pretty easy mistake to see me write birthday, and you assume it's my birthday.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Um, let's see here. So fun! All your cousins, a bunch of family friends, your mom and your dad, Hannah and her mom, and Vanessa all came to bowl for you. Oh yeah, bowl with you. <laughs> Bowling for Michael. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> i adore you love bowling i
0: love bowling and i'm pretty bad at it it's just such it's we've been over this great activity love it and all my people are there like these are my close people and they're all together and it was really fun yeah it's all it takes i feel so good on a birthday if i just got my people with me and i have a fun activity and i get to drink
1: (laughs) that you're not asking for too much um and here you said you drank ate pizza and cake got lots of cards a bunch of strikes great night oh (laughs) i got some strikes i feel like i know that we've been bowling together a number of times i feel like one of those times you were weirdly good i was like this is frustrating like you did like very well sometimes
0: it's strike 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 strike, and then other times it's straight gutters i don't i have very little control over what my body does
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh well put um this on may 31st your actual birthday you put so many exclamation points apparently it was a good day as well Breakfast at diner with Hannah and Vanessa. Mom and dad got me a shirt and luggage. Found free healthcare. Bus to NYC. Awesome birthday at home.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Shut up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Beer with Sam at Heartland Port Authority. That's all. Oh, yeah. Um, Free healthcare? Do help me understand.
0: 26 is when you're kicked off your insurance, off your parents' insurance. Oh. So this is the first time I've got to deal with getting my own. And... I don't know why it would be free, because oh, you know what? I'm I haven't had a contract in two months, so I've got money saved, but I'm not currently making money, so that helps you do better oh, in the marketplace. Gotcha. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Fair enough. Okay. On June first, you were up early for an EPA, but couldn't get seen. Mm-hmm. You sang blues in the night for a for quote Rachel audition.
0: That's a terrible audition choice.
1: Um. <laughs> people rotting away in nyc at these equity auditions scares me but i do love new york city (laughs) rotting away what a what a beautiful (laughs) way to put that
0: (laughs) i'm not in equity at this point so yeah you have to wait a very long time if you hope to get seen auditions and like often you're not and it's just very discouraging obviously rotting away
1: Uh, (laughs) obviously um (laughs) Oh, God, what? I always love it when, when the term mortified is underlined and capitalized in your journal. So you visited your aunt's sister in the hospital oh. and was mortified when she asked if I liked girls or boys. I just didn't answer and moved on.
0: Huh? Ah. Okay. <laughs> As so, this
1: journal keeps going on, I always forget that you still haven't formally come out to the family. <laughs> it just shocks me because you're just— I
0: know, but listen, to be clear, I was just a- accompanying my aunt to the hospital to visit her sister, but I do not know this woman. I have never met her, so how very dare she, first of all. I think that's very <laughs> inappropriate, but I think maybe she's— Yeah, of
1: course it is. But she's a recent stroke victim.
0: aneurysm Oh, is it the same thing? Similar. Yeah
1: probably different anyway Um, but still give her a
0: pass (laughs) this is the same aunt by the way who i said in the last episode that i tried to assign um my gay little voice when i was filming my sister's uh, birthday party i was like i sound so gay no it's not me it's my aunt who sounds that gay um Uh uh-huh so now it's come to bite me in the butt because i've just been outed in front of her for real but not really because Uh i just walked away i guess (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> so so awkward you definitely didn't oh, make that any better you know Do you like girls or boys i just didn't answer
0: i was <laughs> i yeah literally was like uh, uh
1: well there's your answer
0: <laughs> uh, um luckily um my uncle was not in the room i remember him being with us and feeling like very grateful that he wasn't there for that comment. I don't know why nobody would have cared. Nobody cares, but it just, it feels worse with men with straight men for sure. Um, yeah. And I'm, I think my aunt was actually pretty cool. I think when I say that I moved on, she probably moved on. She, I think was like, well, that wasn't appropriate to her sister, like in her Uh mind and changed the subject, seeing I was uncomfortable. um, Yeah. Which I appreciate.
1: (laughs) She quickly mutters in Spanish. Obviously, he's gay. Let him tell you on his own time.
0: <laughs> she uh, goes, Look at him!
1: <laughs> Stupid question. Moving on. Um, what are you, headless? Um, <laughs> I know you had nice an, an aneurysm, but someone. come on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, later that day, you had Thai food with, oh, Michaela's mom and sister. Then you saw oh, a yeah. gentleman's guide, Michaela's mom treated. So nice.
0: So nice. Also, Michaela wasn't there. I was literally with just her mom and sister. Isn't that funny?
1: Um, and she's treated you to a Broadway show. That's delightful. I know
0: that very freaking sweet.
1: Um, it was a fun show. Uh, oh, the next day is a big one. Oh, God. So you met uh, one of your old friends for drinks in Hell's Kitchen. Uh, you saw another friend out there. Oh. Uh, you went to Barrage and Bear Burger, oh. flirted and smoked at his place in Astoria. And then? Three-way with him. Yeah. <laughs> three-way with him and I'll, this guy, I'll call it E, until late, oral only, Uber back to Brooklyn. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay so um e and i then hook up quite a bit later i think we've talked about him before whether or not we knew it was him
1: um oh he, definitely didn't because i didn't know this person
0: he um is the guy that i said what what nothing 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 nothing,
1: nothing. we will get to it in the next uh, the, the next episode we'll get to it in the next entry. Uh. he is the guy that i've said
0: before uh was a great friends with ben's situation where i like actually valued his friendship he was just a very sweet guy and like you know i enjoyed his time that way as well um and real quick i just want to say that i'm very amused by just oral thanks
1: (laughs) (laughs) love that you put it down oral only three-way cool well congratulations
0: thank you so much Mm
1: -hmm. i always like it when you get your dick wet you know it's important Mm
0: -hmm. even if it's just Uh saliva as as per the journal
1: (laughs) Uh uh-huh um june 4th you had a Works EPA. Goodness, this is the third day in a row with an equity audition. Fun. Um, in and out. Went well. Sang highway milk? <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Highway miles. milk. It's the worst kind of milk. <laughs> you don't want to buy milk off the highway.
1: <laughs> what an awful song. Sang highway miles. Uh-huh. Uh, you took a bus back to Albany. Mind tormenting me over what to do. God damn it. <laughs> Final line of this entry. Beard burn from E on my dick (laughs) that was some uh vigorous oral in that three-way it's easy to happen okay yeah let's talk about it please explain it to me i've had beard burn on my face but how much of his face was he using down there
0: well beard burn is code for syphilis um (laughs) no i don't know it was a
1: quick onset
0: i don't think like he wasn't scraping it against but it just like there's three people involved. It's easy to just kinda swipe on by. It's sensitive skin. I don't know, man. Obviously it happened if I wrote it.
1: Obviously it did. But like
0: uh, it's a it's a <laughs> occupational hazard for us
1: homos. <laughs> occupational. Uh, uh-huh. I hate it's it. It's an occupational hazard when for us sex workers. I what?
0: generally think um stubble is like usually the hottest compared to bald face or beard but it mm-hmm. also is the most painful what would you prefer of the three
1: um i i like a little bit of facial hair but you're right stubble and even if it's even if someone's freshly shaven if they have like coarse facial hair you can still get beard burn from someone just mm-hmm. from five o'clock shadow
0: the amount of hair you have in your face right now for instance has probably burned your husband's dick
1: i d- very rarely rub my cheeks on it
0: <laughs> rarely <laughs> means you have
1: <laughs> <laughs> You don't know what we do behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. On June fifth, you took Weibo to Walmart, not for the first time. <laughs> uh-huh. So I took Weebo to, to Disneyland. Uh huh. And walked around with Hannah, looking into looking into buying a house and cruising. Yeah, sure am. Um, how's that house hunt going, uh-huh. Mike? Uh-huh. Um, you bought luggage and sneakers. Okay, but five days ago, your parents gave you luggage for your birthday. So did you take it back or
0: no? Get uh, more. They bought. One piece, and I bought another piece.
1: Okay, understood. You talked to Mikayla. Um, Japan on Tuesday. Oh, yeah. Oh, because Michaela's in Japan. Really? Yeah, I'm about to go to Japan. Oh, and you're going that soon?
0: Yeah. That's why That's I bought so luggage. Fun.
1: Um You talked to Michaela Japan on Tuesday, and then you ate at Caputo's with Mom and Weibo. Mm-hmm. Caputo's, the guy from Orange is the New Black?
0: Yeah, he's got a restaurant. His character right. has a restaurant in my hometown.
1: <laughs> All right, we're almost through the end of... Or we're almost through June 7th, so the first week of June I will um, will end there. But on June 6th, you finished taking down Tara's border?
0: Oh, she had like a, a border oh, like up a in wallpaper her room. border. Yeah, like a wallpaper border from her childhood. And <laughs> I, I was like, okay, everyone, time to upgrade. So I took it upon myself.
1: <laughs> uh, I love the idea of you like not telling anyone and just like taking on a, a gentle re- remodeling project. <laughs> All right, everyone, this wall has to go. <laughs> <laughs> sledgehammer <laughs> uh-huh okay so you finished taking down tara's border and packed and cleaned a bit saratoga with hannah yado park smoked bowling <laughs> just a typical day in the life yeah lots of fun she always thinks i worry too much maybe i'll cruise question <laughs> mark <laughs> she always thinks
0: i worry too much i'm worried i'm worried about what's next um she thinks i'm a worrywart and she's right i often, obviously You've been with me for yeah. several minutes at a time.
1: <laughs> she thinks I'm a worrywart. Yeah, she knows you're a worrywart, but, you know, it is it is what it is, as they say. <laughs> I love that that last line, maybe I'll cruise. It makes it sound like you're going to go to the park and look for Dick. Have you ever cruised in such a sense? No, I never have. Although, when I was younger and more, um, I guess when it was a different time, when like Grindr didn't exist, and I was more, like, eager to have, you know, new sexual encounters, I guess as a very bland way to say that I used to like very much be like, um, intrigued by the idea. I never like went to a park and looked for it, but like the fact that like gay men cruised and that was a thing that people did where you could just like go to like the idea that you could just go to a place and there were probably going to be dudes that were like you that were looking for Dick was like a, um, it was a fascination I would say. Um, Hmm. but nothing I ever acted on.
0: It's very different now kids kids got it so nice they can find their dick on an app
1: well that's true and maybe we should provide a little bit of education here about cruising because uh a lot of a, a lot of people a lot of straight people that, um or even young gay people probably don't know too much about what that is um it is a, a long tradition from all over the world of there being places whether they be public restrooms or um uh, like, public restrooms or parks or other outdoor spaces, like, sometimes parking lots and truck stops where they become notorious for gay men to go and look for anonymous sex. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was before grinder, before, um, like, being gay was, like... N- nearly as mainstream as it is now i hate to use that word but you know what i mean like yeah. before it was socially acceptable um so a lot of the time it was uh straight men or closeted men who would go and and look for um for anonymous sex or also like out gay men who would be happy to go find an anonymous sex partner um so it was very very common for for many years and through through many cultures and like in britain they call it cottaging oh um it's really it, well it's fun. It, specifically specifically in like public restrooms because they have public bathrooms public toilets all over the city in london and other parts of of the uk and so cottaging is when there are some bathrooms that are known for that where you can go and like find um find a little bit of hanky panky
0: now it's mostly reserved for politicians like uh larry craig lawrence craig (laughs) who um lawrence (laughs) was
1: he the toe topper in the airport yes thank you for knowing that
0: (laughs) so like that would be a sign was it was it Minneapolis Airport, or was it? Yeah, Minneapolis. Oh, my God. You're, well done. I googled this as
1: he was speaking. I don't know speaking. why I remember that. Uh, uh,
0: <laughs> on June 11, 2007, Craig was arrested for indecent behavior in a men's restroom at Minneapolis-St. Paul International Airport. He was soliciting sex. He pleaded guilty to a charge of disorderly conduct in August 2007, and this is once more, a uh, Sign of my favorite Republican cornerstone of hypocrisy against Craig as he had been an opponent of LGBT rights in the United States but was accused of homosexual activity. Yeah, he went it's, to a well-known cruising spot.
1: If straight male politicians have a real um, bone to pick with the homosexuals, it's usually because of something deep inside that they hate. Yeah, um, and that they're is proven mostly again, gay. Again. Yes, they're mostly gay. Oh, Larry Craig. What a I mean, there was people got a lot of or a lot of mileage out of that one, the toe tapping in the airport. It's just truly lovely. It I assume that most anti LGBT
0: politicians are themselves gay. It seems like the only ones who care and who are adamant about it are actually homosexuals themselves. Time after time yeah. we keep seeing
1: them get outed. So or they have some other like self hatred and they are putting like they, they they love to they're usually people that hate themselves in some way. Um the people that are trying to take rights away from uh from underserved communities or underrepresented communities so it's just in the same way that like men clinging to power want to control women's bodies it is a it's a control move and it's always based out of like deep self-hatred or insecurity it's just it's always you know weak-minded people who hate themselves in some way that want to build themselves up by tearing other people down you said it i did and i was the first (laughs) um how about you? You ever been cruising? You ever gone to a park and looking to look to get jerked off?
0: Have you met me? I, I would like... I
1: have. You, you're you the you're my friend who just had oral, uh, a vigorous oral three-way not moments <laughs> ago.
0: <laughs> I wish I was so... The idea is, I, I think, actually pretty sexy. But no, I have never and I don't think I ever will.
1: Mm-hmm. I have seen some hot pornos that way. Although there is like there's a, a fine line between public sex and cruising because public sex all of the time is people that know each other, but that are going and they like, like to have sex in a public place for the, the, the thrill of it, <gasps> as opposed to the people that are cruising, which is more, it's more, it's less about the location, I think, and more about the anonymity of the, of the whole encounter.
0: So I should add a little asterisk to that. Have never will probably not. Cause I haven't gone to like a park and it, but I have had one grinder adventure that, thank God for grinder, am I right? Um, I was <laughs> Ladies, am I right? in the Caribbean with my cast on my third cruise ship and found a very cute guy on grinder from a different ship that was in port with us. And um, we met up in a, <laughs> a classy Mike, in a bathroom. <laughs> um <laughs> At the bar. Hey, people hook
1: up in bathrooms all the time.
0: Yeah, what is he going to do? It's better than, like, on the bar in public. Anyway, this uh. is, like, 3 <laughs> o'clock in the afternoon. We're all just, like, uh. drunk. It is, like, one of the... It was just a day off in the Caribbean with my castmates. And um, this guy was there with his castmates. And we <laughs> saw each other. We, I think we, like, saw each other in real life and then saw each other on Both So Both got like, on Grinder, yeah. like,
1: find that guy immediately. <laughs>
0: uh-huh. And... Uh, <laughs> And we hooked up, and then I went right back to drinking with my
1: cast, and it was lovely. Oh, that's great. Did you brush your teeth first or anything? <laughs> no, I,
0: I had Michaela spit in my mouth. Um.
1: Uh, <laughs> Just take a shot. You'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, that's it's okay. So that's like very, that's the modern take on cruising. It's not like tapping your foot or winking at someone across a bar, it is getting on an app, negotiating it beforehand, and then it's still like, you know, still a quick hookup, but it's a little bit less. Uh, I don't know. It's less risky and it's less um, it's less anonymous because you can at least like see someone's like stats and like a picture of their face and that kind of thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was I mean, it was hot. It was fun.
1: All right, shall we finish this first week of June? Yeah, good because it's a thick one. Yeah. Um, so with that grinder hookup, mm. Ju- was it? I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> so probably not then. <laughs> on June seventh, packed most of the way. You went to your aunt's house it is beautiful made me want to own one Yeah, wow this is the that is the like common theme of this uh period of your life yeah. you're in a, a homeownery kind of place had steamers and tomato mozzarella need to get back to ve- <laughs> need to get back to the vegan wagon <laughs> <laughs> back on the vegan wagon <laughs> honestly this is uh, so this is
0: the same aunt who her sister just outed me, or tried to, and uh, uh-huh. I gotta be honest, I just saw a Funny or Die sketch about this or something. It is harder to come out as a vegan than it is to come out as gay, and I stand by that.
1: Uh, depending on your family, I think. <laughs> Honestly, people are less forgiving of being vegan. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, maybe in a world scale, but coming from someone who didn't have a great coming out with his family, I would have definitely preferred to come out as oh, vegan. Oh, sure.
0: Was that insensitive? <laughs>
1: no it's not insensitive it's maybe more uh maybe worthwhile just saying it was easier for you to come out as gay than it was no it's fact
0: and it's universal
1: (laughs) all right (laughs) we'll let the listeners decide um that was we got made some we made some good inroads this week and next week you go to japan that's exciting oh fun um tell me did we hear from any listeners this week
0: yeah we got a kind of uh inebriated message from someone but like i'll take it um this is from ross on facebook i see i checked the facebook um oh you oh that was good of you thank you hey totally new to the podcast i'm 34 and your pad i think he means pod uh your your pad set (laughs) can
1: can you uh can you translate the drunken message
0: i'll do my best i'm 34 and your podcast totally Takes me to dates and times of my life so I can relive my past. Amazing friendships and love for one another. I truly cherish your guys' friendship. You're exactly how I socialize with my friends. Just brilliant. Cam, you should check out... He gives us suggestions on things. Um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> you don't want to share those with the people, though. Oh, sure. Just is a,
0: <laughs> Cam, check out... A, podcast called binge mode it's a harry potter pod and mike oh i've heard of that i
1: have it downloaded but i haven't listened to it oh
0: i hadn't heard until this guy and then he told me to check out you're wrong about just seems like something mike would like um sure never heard of that either cheers friends also i'm high if this doesn't make sense then
1: (laughs) (laughs) i feel like we hear from people when they're higher drunk more often than uh you know maybe it's just that liquid courage thing i mean we Uh, do when
0: the top of our show says have a drink and smoke some pot before you listen to this so it does make sense people taking Taking our sound advice. And also we got as part of a longer message, there's a really good gayest moment of the week that I wanted to share from one of our longtime <laughs> listeners. Um, it just says, gayest moment of my week. Tonight, my good friend and her, in parentheses queer son came over for dinner. He's six, and we showed him RuPaul's <laughs> drag race. He, clap, was clap, living, clap. <laughs> <laughs> Such a great moment. I
1: oh my love God. that I love. Tiny like, drag race fans. Yes, the cutest thing I've ever heard. I love it. You better I, work bitch oh right i'll go listen to that again <laughs> right uh okay nice to hear from listeners thank you so much uh if we haven't heard from you please feel free to send us an email reach out on instagram send us your gayest moment of the week rate review subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and um find our website and our merch store at mybestfriendsjournal.com
0: well done uh, that email Did by you? the way is my best
1: friend's journal at gmail.com,
0: but like you probably know at this point.
1: Uh, Alright, that does it for this episode. So until next week, always remember Even oral has its risks. Beard burn on your dick. <laughs> I like to keep it really toxically masculine during sex.
0: Smack it. Smack it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. A <laughs> lot of broing.
0: Hmm.